Hi, and welcome to Your Prosperity, a podcast series on financial topics, including tax, wealth creation, superannuation, lending, audit, and many other things that we deal with here on a regular basis at Prosperity Advisors. As with all financial podcasts, any advice you hear in this is general in nature and not to be relied upon. Please contact us for any specific advice. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. It's the 27th of June, 2023. I'm Brendan Campbell. I'm here today with James Borg, who's from Teamwork Technology, a IT specialist, a bit of a guru, uh, ran into him at a few medical events, both had a few medical clients, uh, run into him at a few things, got chatting and thought, you know what, need to get James on the podcast, need to have a chat. Big issues out there at the moment, I guess, is, is cyber threats and security on the internet, people getting you know attacked and ransom and all those sort of things going on at the moment. James, thanks for coming on. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's great to be here, Brendan. Thank you for having us. Not a problem at all. Not a problem. So as I, as I said, I guess, James, Teamwork Technology, you deal a lot with this. From my point of view, I don't see a lot of cyber attack stuff. I guess I've got one or two clients. I got I had one just a few months ago, probably put it top of my mind. I've got a client, a, a medical practice who had a cyber attack. They were held sort of at ransom a bit. You know, you've got to come in and sort those things out. You'd see it a lot more than I would. So, yeah, how prevalent is this? How big an issue is it? Talk to me. Talk me through it. Look, it, it's really becoming. Uh, well, it has been for a while. It's very prevalent. Uh, we're talking about every email that comes into your business. You really need to 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 double check, triple check. Hey, is that legit? But that's not the only vector where they can come in, right? It's yeah, they can tap into your Wi-Fi. They can. You know, redirect. Like they can tap, tap, tap the tap into your modem and redirect traffic. We're, mm. we're in a society where just nothing's safe, and you know, we get called in, and usually it's not our own clients, right? It's it's they've been somebody else's client for a while, they've had an attack, and their IT company turns around and goes, "Oh, we've got no backups because that's the first thing they deleted or mm. things like that." Where the, the ransom scenario is, it, it's a real threat for any practice. Yeah, because we've, we've gone past, I guess, you know, the old email from a, some, uh, you know, an email address that looks similar to someone in your business that, hey, buy me a $400 gift card or whatever it used to be. Yep. We've gone a bit past that now and people are coming in basically trying to take data and then emailing or kind of reaching out somehow and saying, hey, give us, whatever, 10 grand, 100 grand, a million grand, depending on the size of the business, I guess. Give us money and we go away. Otherwise, we take you down. And then people call you and go, oh, Jesus, what do I do? Yeah. Um, is that is that where we're at at the moment? That's what's happening? Yeah. And what will happen is, is that a lot of these attacks, they actually don't just lock you straight away, right? They monitor you. They will... Uh, the, the, there's a study out there that one of our security vendors was showing us uh, recently and a, an attacker can be on your network for up to six months before they they pull the trigger and it's sometimes it's just learning about things like what are your operating hours uh, what data do you have they'll, they'll, they'll probably try and smuggle some data out but mostly it's around the background and seeing what you've got yeah you know they'll be they'll have keyloggers on your computer so they can watch every keystroke you put in they, they want to mine as much as they can and then they'll lock you out. And, and that's where the real trouble comes into play because they're so in-depth in your network. If your backup strategy isn't right, then 
your toast. They'll destroy your backups so that you've got no backups. So backups are interesting. So if they do that, do we go back to what it was 20 years ago on old school backups and take them home in the car? Is that no, so back into play? <laughs> no, so basically what it comes down to is we've seen and heard cases where they'll go in and change the backup job so that, you know, it, it, it's not backing up the full data set, right? We've seen cases where, you know, a practice will have a, a, a NAS, which is just a box full of hard drives on the network, and they'll tap into that and they will destroy the, the backups on there and then take you down, right? Ultimately, whatever you do, you need to make sure that you've got an immutable backup, right? Uh, immutability just means that fire, flood, locusts, whatever it is, you know, happens at the practice, can't affect the backup. That's and, a biblical, mate. There's a locust involved now. Oh, some some, some of the, the attacks I've been called into, uh, yeah, it's, there's, you, you need to have a belief in a divine power to save you. <laughs> and, so it, I guess a couple of questions that I would have on the back of that is, well, what do we what do we do to what do we do once it happens, and and also what do we do to prevent it? What are they the kind of the big ones, right? We it, it is prevalent. It is out there. Anyone online, I guess, is a chance of getting done with this. Yep. What do we do when it happens, and and what do we do to stop it? So, you can take your time and answer those separately. Oh, I'll yeah, there's, there's a, I'll break it down, okay? So <laughs> it's Monday morning. You've had a great weekend. It's been, you know, you had a big Sunday, so you got a little bit of a hangover, right? <laughs> um, you come in, you go to open up your computer and you get one of those errors, you know, you've been locked, pay us one Bitcoin, which back in the day wasn't that much. Now they're like 50 grand or something, right? I guess it probably is. It, it's in digital currency, I guess, because they can't trace it. That's Correct. Yeah, Correct. okay. So what do you do then, right? First thing that I always say to do is uh, turn off all the computers, right? If there's still damage going on, right, we want to stop that, okay? Um, second thing is call your cyber insurance provider. So everyone's got a cyber, cyber insurance provider uh, these days. If you don't, then, you know, you're going to need to take matters into your own hands a little, right? So when you reach out to your cyber insurance provider, they, they may do several things. So we've heard cases where the cyber insurance provider will come in and they'll negotiate with the, with the, you know, the threat actors. Um, we've heard cases where they send in data recovery consultants, but they may want to do a forensic looking into the situation to find out how they got in and whatnot, okay? Um, your first instinct is going to be to call your IT guy and your IT guy is going to have the first instinct of, well, let's just make everything work. Um, unfortunately, that's the worst possible thing you can do. We got called into a practice recently and we were called in about three weeks after they'd been hit. Now, they had a copy of the data of the server or a partial copy of the encrypted data, Okay. Now, their backups had not been working for about uh, six weeks prior to that, okay, which is in line with they'd been compromised, they weren't being managed by an IT company, and the backups weren't being checked by the IT company, right? So they've got no idea what's going on. In this case here, we had a, 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 the, the data, it was encrypted, 
And we sent it off to this specific data recovery firm, firms that can actually unscramble the egg, right? Because okay. they can they can decrypt it. They just they they keep throwing hashes at it until they they are able to get it out. Okay. Uh, it's not always successful, right? But it, it is possible. Now, the biggest drama is, is that the ransomware that they've been hit with, what it does is it spreads throughout the network like a plague and it leaves a little bit of the key, their master key, on all the machines, which helps them, you know, the IT recovery guys come in and they grab the keys, they grab a couple of files off each computer, it allows them to put it back together. In this case here, they only have one file, right? Their IT guy got them back up and running with a blank database and you know from six weeks ago, right? But that extra six weeks, so much can happen, right? Imagine imagine losing your calendar and not knowing where you need to be for the next six weeks. Now yeah. to make it worse, right? You're a practitioner, you don't go to people, they come to you. So you've got no idea who's walking through your door for the next six months. Yeah, that's that's very that's very concerning data, but that's mm. so you don't you don't try and get it up and running. So the the best piece of advice I can give you is don't wipe the hard drives. You can get yourself back up and running and start that process, but take the hard drives out of the machines and put new ones in and and just start rebuilding on that. Yeah, okay. And okay. start from that and then give your other boxes off to yeah. the experts to say see if you can get that back and if they, they might be able to do it in a couple of days a couple of hours a couple of weeks whatever well, yeah like the last one we did it took them four days and they had it all back and, and they had it all back and yeah we, we, we we're all very grateful that you know we were able to do what we we're able to do there and then the the other part is that gets you up and running mm-hmm. but i guess if it's say a medical practice dental practice whatever it is specialist whatever it is the other issue is they'll say, oh, we'll sell the data. Yes. The, what do you do then? I don't think there's much you can do. You have to negotiate and you have to talk to them. A lot of the time... And that's the lawyers, I assume. You don't just start talking to them yourself, I'm assuming. Look, the cyber insurance company, a lot of the time will handle that, okay? Um, I was talking to a business that got compromised and the first thing they did was call the cyber and call their lawyer, right? And their lawyer drafted up a, a, a nice response for their for their clients little press release um and the cyber help you know worked with the negotiations yep all right and at the end of the day it's funny the the part that i found really interesting was is they had this hard you have to pay us you know this much all right but as the time went on they were actually able to negotiate with them and pay less for for more. Uh, they ended up making a small payment to recover a, you know, they, they, some key data, but the fact that they were able to negotiate was you know, a, a big thing in their case because you, you're negotiating with a business. But that's the lawyer doing that, not you. You wouldn't recommend that, that was the cyber insurance company. Yeah, yeah. You don't. Yeah, those guys. You don't. You don't just start ringing them and trying to do it yourself because no, no, no. You no, don't no, know no. what they've got. You don't know how to. Yeah, there's there's experience, I'm sure, that comes into that. And you're right from a point of view. Well, sorry, I assume you're right. I've heard that you know they're they're essentially a business and they're in weird ways honourable that they do certain things if you pay certain things. It's it's a weird. Well, a think weird about like not just some about, random hacker. This is a business running somewhere doing this. Well, think about it like this: if you get known that you're not giving people's data back, nobody's going to pay the ransom. You actually have to have a product, and the product is those decryption keys and the fact of whether or not they work. 
And you're so these businesses are known, not traceable, but presumably known businesses. And I'm sure, pretty sure they don't pay tax. Known no. entities, I guess, to these uh, cyber insurance people, and they yep. go, "Oh, these guys, the XYZs, they they do pay if you do this and yeah. whatever." Or they, sorry, yeah. they release the data if you pay. Yeah, and 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 look, the one thing about going to data recovery as well is we've heard several stories of they'll encrypt the data and then they'll encrypt it again and then they'll encrypt it again, right? So the data recovery company comes along and they decrypt the data, but then guess what? They've got to decrypt it's it another encrypted. two times. And at ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a pop, yeah, it's, right. it's an expensive lesson to learn and there's no guarantee when you get to the end of those three, right? So the easiest solution then, obviously, James, we just, we do something and they can't do it. How do we stop them doing it? That's surely you now give us the fantastic news that all we do is this and it stops. Well, and yet they don't get in. It, it's one of those things, it, you can't stop it from happening. The only thing you can do is really mitigate your risk and really reduce your attack surface, right? And, and the, the things that I believe and the industry is pointing towards is just to have more layers of security. Treat it like an onion. You know, you go home, right? Some people have an electric gate out the front of their house. They click the button, the gate opens. That's security layer one. They drive in, there's a garage. Open the garage door, security measure number two. They go to the front door, they've got the screen door with the deadlock. Door. Three, and then you have an alarm inside that's back to base. Cameras. <laughs> Cameras. You know, adding these layers of security is the thing that's going to, to really reduce that. What are those layers? That's like backups done officially, firewalls. Uh, yeah, yeah, so online services that like cloud-based products, is it? So here I've got what I'd have to say is my favorite brand of firewall I've ever used. Um, they're great. It's called it's a Cisco Meraki. Sits on the perimeter of your network and it just updates itself and does everything naturally from the cloud. Uh, the good thing about these products is, is that they have a database in the cloud of you know who shouldn't your network be able to talk to. And if they're talking to me, I'm going to stop it. So we can actually block a whole heap of threat categories. And if they start trying to talk to your network, we can stop that. So that's that's the, the front gate. Yep. Right. You see your IT guy for that, someone like yourself. To oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and here's the thing to be clear, right? I can go buy a modem from JB Hi-Fi. I can go buy a modem. I get a modem with my internet connection from, a, from an internet provider, right? And on the box, it will say firewall. Undoubtedly, right? But it's not a next generation firewall. You need to really make sure that it has some smarts to it because otherwise you're still leaving a lot of surface on the table to be attacked, right? The, the next step is, is you need to be looking at having antivirus. Unfortunately, it's nowhere near as effective as what it used to be, but you can't operate without it. Think of it as it's a vaccine. They need to know about the threat before they can you know, before they can defend against it, right? Yeah. And, and that's where we start looking at, you know, layers such as, you know, MDR, which is Manage, Detect, Respond. Uh, one of the products we use is called Huntress. Uh, it's an MDR, and it'll actually sit on the computer and just watch for something called persistent footholds. So a persistent foothold is something that's sitting there. It's going off to do nefarious things. They will find that. And if they see something you know, scary enough, they'll actually pick up the phone at four o'clock in the morning and call us and say, hey, this new client you've just signed up and you've installed all this stuff on, 
we can actually see a threat taking place and we've blocked it. We've isolated the computer from the network, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and those sort of layers really, really sort of help. The so next... you have firewalls, you've got the, the, the antivirus, but fancy antivirus and fancy yeah. firewalls. What's yeah. the next step? Uh, the next one we uh, really like to put in is uh, anti-ransomware, okay? Anti-ransomware, think of it as your last line of defense, right? Because it detects mass encryptions of files and then it'll stop whatever's encrypting those, okay? Um, at the end of the day, we, uh, we really, really, really rely on that. Um, some damage is caused by the time it's, it's figured out, yeah. but what will happen is... Uh, it'll stop further damage. Yeah, so it, and then do you have, is it, I guess, do you have online, in the cloud sort of logins and data stored in the cloud or do you have it on boxes on the under the desk? Backups are obviously crucial and different ways to do that. When get, look, you're getting to the stage where, you know, everything's going to be in the cloud. If anybody would turn around and say, no, the cloud's not going anywhere, you know, it's not going anywhere. It's... It, it's our future. Gone are the days where people have, you know, email servers in their own office like they did five years ago, six years ago. Yeah. Right. And that's actually a big uh, target is these internal email servers. So, you know, just moving with the times and if you can put it in the cloud and it, it, there is a suitable product that will do what you want. Right. Like best practice, for example, everybody loves best practice. Right. In medical. Right, um, but there's no cloud, you know, alternative out there for the best practice people. Right, the people that love best practice, they don't want to go to something else in the cloud because they love their best practice. Yeah. Right? So this is where we look at it and go, all right, how do we innovate this software and make it go into the cloud, or how do we, you know, make sure that it's backed up in an immutable way so that it's not going to get uh, compromised in the event. Hmm. Of an attack, I uh, I think I'm scared enough. Um, I think our listeners are probably concerned enough, and hopefully the takeaway I guess is go and talk to a proper IT group, someone like yourself. Maybe obviously I can give you as a plug, Teamwork Technology, yep. or if you've got a really good trusted uh, you know IT group you're using. But gone are the days that just oh yeah, we've downloaded the antivirus, we've got this firewall we bought from JV Hi-Fi. This all this all sort us will be right. Nothing against JB Hi-Fi, but yeah, yeah. for the example, so to speak, because um, it is a pretty prevalent thing. I mean, there's a lot of attacks starting to happen, happen, and you hear about it a lot. So, yeah, um, James, if thanks for coming on, really appreciate it. You've probably given me more to worry about than uh, than be happy about, but that's yep. that's part of the game sometimes. What? Uh, how do people get in contact with you if they want to reach out? Is it email, mobile? What's the best option? Look, you can reach out to us at uh, via email at hello at teamworktech.com.au or you can reach out and call us on 1300 456 901. We're always happy to help and just uh, even just give guidance, right? We don't, sounds like we, that we could love our business. So, <laughs> sounds like that number could be on a jingle. <laughs> it could be. Uh, I was lucky when I found it. <laughs> Um, I appreciate it. Thanks again for coming on uh, and for all the listeners for a variety of topics, all your financial prosperity, everything we look at here at Prosperity. Uh, please jump on, follow the series, have a listen to previous episodes. And thanks, James. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, Brendan. 
Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. Hopefully you liked it. And if so, please give us a few stars, like and share. And if you'd like to follow the series, please subscribe uh, and pass any information on to your friends as well if you think they might like it. For more information about who we are, head to prosperity.com.au and follow the links.